Welcome to the 10th episode of Online Theatre Collaborative, Innovations in Digital Theatre. I'm Neil Wexler, a playwright and filmmaker from Buffalo, New York. I'm here with the husband and wife team behind Phantasmagoria Orlando. If you could introduce yourselves. Okay, you go first. Well, I am Dion Leonard Dodonna, Lady Samarine, a dancer, fire dancer, aerialist, uh, social media coordinator of Phantasmagoria Orlando. Great. And I am John Dodonna, um, <laughs> her husband. Yes. Um, she's in charge. Uh, no. And I, uh, I <laughs> created Phantasmagoria. I write and direct the shows. Uh, we do main stage shows and the special events and all that kind of stuff. And I'm also program chair of theater at Valencia College in Orlando, Florida. Walk us through this past year. How have you adapted during the pandemic, starting with Phantasmagoria? Sure. Well, we were in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, rehearsing two shows prior to the pandemic, like literally as the pandemic was closing everything down. We landed in St. Louis and were driven to our hotel and got dinner and came home and put on the TV and the president was giving the speech about how things were going to start closing down. We watched over the next couple of days, you know, we were all rehearsing together, but everybody was terrified and cautious and nervous. Um, and between that Wednesday and that Sunday, which was supposed to be our uh, first run-throughs of the shows, we were told that uh, the venue was closing down. So we flew home the next day, uh, which was, I think, March 16th, very nervous, not knowing what was going to happen. We had all of these bookings for Phantasmagoria, and Deanna and I basically said, well, we have to do something. So that first Sunday, we decided to kind of do this improvised online Phantasmagoria show, just the two of us. Yep to keep people happy. You know, everybody was kind of nervous and scared and no one knew what was going on. And we basically said, look, we'll do this. And if it works, we'll try it again. And if it doesn't work, oh, well, we did something. Um, we did it and we got offline. And by the next morning, we had about 3,000 views. And we were like, what? We, yeah. uh, what is we going on here? Um, <laughs> so we decided to make it a weekly thing. So we actually ended up doing that for a year straight with wonderful viewers. And it was amazing. That was just Facebook Live. That's all that was. Yep. And then that program, I'm going to let her talk for a second, then I'll come <laughs> back. So, and then we discovered, of course, I as program chair had to teach everything online. And Dion, who's a choreographer and dance instructor. Yes. Um, oh my goodness. Where to start? So we started the Phantasmagoria things, which then led me to go, well, why can't I move my fitness and dance classes online? And I kind of, it breathed life back into an old Facebook dance group that I had, Dancing for All. And I took my in-person classes and started using the Zoom platform. Um, and then I started doing Facebook Live 15-minute warm-ups twice a week. And I have had, the coolest thing for me is I've actually had people from England, from Australia, from Germany contact me via my professional page going, thank you for these videos. I do them every week, twice a week. And I'm just blown away that mm. I can, here in Orlando, I can connect and help somebody get their day started over in Germany. It yeah. was pretty fantastic. I uh, choreographed in the high school for the show choirs. I have actually choreographed three pieces, getting ready to start my fourth one, all online. It, it's been a learning experience and it's been incredible. It's the it's the new tools, yes. you know. For with Phantasmagoria, we usually do a big main stage tour every year. 
uh, where we visit. You know, it's, we keep it in Florida, but we visit about seven to ten counties with the show. And we couldn't do that this year. So we decided to rent an entire dance building, a studio that was uh, cl closing down, turned it into a TV studio, brought in a film crew, brought in 30 of our performers and did it all COVID safe, you know, with masks and precautions and hazing the rooms down. And we actually ended up filming our almost 90 minute main stage this year. And that played everywhere. So I hope that it's expanding audiences. You both have a lot of experience in different performance areas, different media, different teaching practices. How have you applied that knowledge to this hybrid space for performance, for teaching, and what have you learned from this past year? A lot of what we've really stressed with our casts in terms of Phantasmagoria, but also what I've been doing at Valencia is break the Zoom box. Don't keep thinking about this little talking head centered in the box with a nice background or a digital background. Break it. Use the whole room. We also played a lot. The last show I did was another Gurgis play. I love Stephen Adley Gurgis. Hello, Stephen. Um, but uh, we played a lot with props in this last one. We had a whole crew working on the show, isolated. And they were gathering props. So we had duplicate props, you know, so I could hand my phone over the computer and the person on the other side takes the exact same phone to, talk, you know, things like that, that kind of bridged that whole Zoom gap. It appeared as if we were in the same rooms together. The other thing we learned is to break Zoom time. And actually, when we did Den of Thieves, one of the local newspapers contacted us and said, uh, can you come talk to us? Because we don't know how you did that, because there were no lags in time in the show. And I just was honest with them. I said, well, we taught the actors to do something you would never tell actors to do. And they jumped each other's lines on purpose because by doing that, you break the Zoom time mm -hmm. and it appears like it's in real time. So just little tricks like that, teaching actors how to use the cameras, teaching them how to do lighting. You know, we would send lights to their houses so they could do things. Or with Phantasmagoria loading up our people with candles. So we have the glow of the candles. So creating um, creating a cohesive atmosphere. I never phrased it like that. That would be, I think, the big thing I learned. Don't all look different. Create that cohesive atmosphere. And then it becomes one show, an aesthetic, a design aesthetic. Um, I, I get well, and that's that's the performance end of things. Uh, for the class end of things, it's been actually really interesting. So, as a dance teacher and a Pilates instructor, you really rely. You don't realize how much you rely on the energy of your students mm -hmm. as much as you do when you don't have that energy to draw from. Um, in an in-person class, I can easily in a split second know if I need to guide the class in a completely different direction than I had initially planned, mm -hmm. just because the energy of the group is saying, not ready for this today, or nope, not happening. And again, you don't have that in a camera setting. And it was a complete, I, I had it almost completely turn everything upside down and relearn, mm -hmm. re mm -hmm. reteach myself how to teach the class without relying on that instinct. And it's actually enhanced a lot of my other instincts. Um, I've actually gotten to the point where just if, if they have their camera on, I can actually just look at their body language through the camera as I'm teaching and mm. know, okay, I need to take it this direction. 
I think that we're all going to learn. I don't think we have the answers yet, but we're all going to learn how to make this an intimate experience mm -hmm. and a personal experience. And as the technology gets better, um, we're going to have more means of doing that. It can't help but feel more intimate because there's literally nobody else there. Yeah. And it kind of feels like you're getting a show or a class or a private lesson all to yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. I've been thinking that what needs to happen is a kind of international incubator space for online theater because there's so much we can learn from each other and it's going to take years to truly develop this space, I think. So if you set something up where some people could work on virtual environments, others on audio possibilities, you could build this intimate platform that truly worked, I think. And I don't know if that makes sense or it's viable, but that's where my mind is now. I so agree with you, Neil, that this could be the intimate, an intimate medium if we figure out all the nooks and crannies of it. Um, I love this idea of this international incubator for people to learn from each other. And who knows, we may be uh, in a year from now, you and I might meet in a uh, breakout room of a virtual theater convention somewhere and go, hey, we talked once, you know, because that's what it's going to take. It's going to take the, the artists, the artists who want to create this way. We have to learn the technical side of it. We have to learn the intimacy side of it, where we can create true stories through this thing. We, have, we need to become artistically proficient using the cameras without losing the immediacy of theater. And then we have to educate our audience that this is something they want to see. That may be the hardest part of all of it. Um, you know, we may be flailing for 10 years, like you said, to get that audience, but eventually people are gonna wanna do this. What would you say the main differences are in terms of an in-person event versus an online event in terms of presentation, overall dynamics? Well, Phantasmagoria is an immersive show. So we're used to being in the audience. Um, so that is missing right now, yeah. unless you consider that we're there in your living room with you, you know? So we do miss that kind of, um, since we're a horror show, that proximity helps, you know? Um, the dancing, watching dancing on a screen is different than watching it live in front of you. Um, although I will say that one of the reviewers, I didn't share that part of it with you. Uh, I think it was just a conversation he had with me actually. He said, I've seen all your shows and for the first time, I wasn't just looking at parts of the dance, I was looking at the whole dance. So it gave him a new perspective. One of the things that has been really nice about slowly getting back into uh, safe live event performances is uh, just yesterday at an event we did outdoors, there was a group of kids, I think they were, they were itty bitty all the way to middle school, high schoolers. They were fascinated, the little mm -hmm. ones, with my fire performance. And because it was live, I was able to see that. I was able to latch on to their energy. And after my performance was done, I went backstage to where they were waiting and I was able to give them a little one-on-one -on -one fire performance yeah. just for them. And to see their little faces light up just in sheer awe of the fact that there's somebody playing with fire right in front of them was amazing. And that 
that, so that part I really miss. I do. And that's not something, no matter what you can do, you, you can't replace that. You can't yeah. get that. But at the same time, when I am doing fire virtually, it's really neat to see people's reactions from Canada, from yeah. Australia. They're, they're seeing it. A lot of hot emojis. Yeah, a lot of fire emojis. It's, it's, so it's 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 exciting in a different way, but there's there's there is something that you just can't replace the look on, yeah. like I said, a little kid's face when they're watching you. And and one unique thing that happened is a little girl recognized her at the event oh, yes. from seeing the pay per view. Yes. Why she was watching a horror pay per view, I don't know, but <laughs> recognized her from the so so. Hopefully, she actually made her dad. Yeah, she 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 saw me standing um out out in the in the uh the festival and she made her dad go over because she goes i saw her i know that i watched her i want a picture with her so maybe there's a synergy there that we can all find in terms of like now i watch them online now i can see them in person now it expands the universe yes rather than shrinks the universe I, i i don't know but no i think i think that is something that that people tend to forget we're not boxing theater into a tiny little virtual screen. We are actually expanding its universe. Absolutely. And to find out more about Phantasmagoria and to see their live online events, go to their Phantasmagoria Facebook page. And I really thank you so much for being here. As I said, I think by sharing these ideas, we're going to continue to advance this platform. So I really appreciate your time and your insights. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for sharing all these thoughts. Yes. You you brought up things that we haven't considered. Thank you.